Hello. We're still here f- recording still here. the podcast. Um, the summer has been sporadic with uh, people's schedules uh, being on out of town and on vacations and things like that. So um, we've, Pastor Joe is here with us this Hello. afternoon. Um, you guys did it without me last week. We did without you uh, on Thursday instead of Tuesday. So we yes. were off schedule last week, but um, we're able to still put a podcast out, which was good. Um, and Pastor Andrew preached this past Sunday out of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, um, talking about Paul's um, singular focus on elevating the gospel above everything else and being willing to let go of his rights as a Christian um, in order to do that. Um, so uh, we've got some questions here from the sermon and um, some areas that we can hopefully clarify, so we'll jump right into them. The first question does the gospel trump our Christian rights and freedom in life, or does it actually provide don't say trump. these things? That's a can never that word has a different connotation. Yeah, now. you can't use that you can word never use it again. Um, which the point is, uh, that Pastor Andrew made on Sunday was the gospel trumps our rights in in the sense that we should be willing to let go of our rights for the the sake of the gospel. So the, the question being does does it really does the gospel really trump our rights, or does it provide for those rights? So shout out to Dave Johnson who wrote that question. Yes. Is it a breach of confidentiality to? He did say, um, under oh. no means can you don't let anybody my know name. that this was my question. Yeah. The so I I really appreciated this question. I mean, um, the, the gospel absolutely provides Christian rights, and so I mean, I, you think of <clears throat> even the uh, I, there's still th- this lingering commitment to Judaism, right, that, that's present in the New Testament um, before Christ destroyed the temple in AD 70 and kind of once for all sealed the deal that Judaism's passed away and Christianity is is the um, uh, is the faith, um, is the, you know, the way. Pastor Andrew talked about the way, at least in the first service he did, and um, and so there there are these these lingering elements of Judaism that's mixed with, uh, I think, both legalism and then on the other side, there's this antinomian, this anti-law, all, all this stuff that's kind of present in the Apostle Paul's ministry, and it's present to those that he's writing to and who they're ministering to uh, as well. And so that that's kind of, I don't know if that's extremely unclear, but um, Paul is saying our Christian rights, our Christian liberties are fueled by the gospel of Jesus Christ, are made possible by the gospel, the person, the work, life, death, resurrection of uh, Jesus Christ. And so where the gospel is heralded, is that a word? Sounds like a word. Okay, it feels right. Christian liberties increase, reign reign free. With that said, we don't want Christian liberties to blind us from the gospel. So these good things that we enjoy because the gospel um, can potentially, if we're not careful, 
become the main thing in our lives or the, the thing that, that, that we have a singular focus for becomes our Christian liberties. And so this good thing that God's gifted us with, we distort and, t- and turn into this bad thing um, or, or we abuse it, right? And so we see that all the time. Sex, good thing, godly thing, worshipful thing that we twist because we're sinful and we're broken and we pervert it and we we turn it into something that it's not. And so the point uh, that the Apostle Paul is making in this passage is that our, our Christian liberties are fueled by the gospel and subordinate to, to our role to proclaim loudly that Christ is risen from the dead. And we need to make sure that we treat them as such. Um, and, and if we're not, if, if we're exercising our Christian liberties to the neglect of our gospel witness, to the neglect of, of even, even remembering the gospel in our lives, and it is causing a stumbling block. And remember, Sean talked about stumbling block not being that someone disagrees with you, a stumbling block meaning that you're literally causing your brothers to sin or to miss the gospel. Uh, then it, it's being turned into something that God didn't intend it to be. Uh, and so, and we see the abuses of that constantly. And so I like these riverbanks that, that Paul gives. And so it's fueled by the gospel and subordinate to the gospel. That's a good way to put it. Um, if we're holding on to it too tightly, then uh, it was one of the points that Andrew made was we had the freedom to partake and we had the freedom not to partake is we've got to be so hold on to those freedoms so loosely that if we, it's better for the sake of the gospel to not do something, then we have no problem with that. And if we do have a problem, but then it's become an idol in our life yeah. that we need to that we need to be letting go of anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, you want to hold it open handed. Yeah, not not closed fisted. And I mean, in the um, in the counseling world, they describe those as uh, legitimate desires that potentially turn into ruling mm-hmm. desires in our hearts. And so we want to make sure that these legitimate liberties that God's blessed us with don't begin to. Um, uh, reign as king in our hearts and in our minds and, and dominate our thoughts to the detriment of Christ being the one that should dominate our thoughts and our drive and our purpose. And I mean, and Paul spends most of the chapter defending his right yeah. to be able to draw a salary from, from his work in ministry, planting yeah. churches and, and spreading the gospel. And he, But he says, I don't do that. Because I don't want that to get in the way of me yeah. sharing the gospel. Yeah, for sure. He made life harder on himself, having to have a secondary job in order to pay the bills or to support himself um, in order for the sake of the gospel. Yeah, Which, and I, when he says that, it's it's my right to ask you for for money. Yeah, but I'm not going to do it because I would rather you hear me talk about the gospel. And I and I think even the. Um, if I if I'm reading this as someone who the apostle Paul would call as weak minded or maybe uh, could be uh, legalistic, you read this 
and your takeaway should be, man, I do have these Christian liberties in Christ. Praise God for that, man. And in my Christian liberties, um, I, I it, well, let me finish this thought, and then I'll say what I was about to say. But, um, but I have these Christian liberties, thank God. And then for the person that has the Christian liberties, that is is what the Scripture maybe would refer to as more strong-minded. Like you, you understand that uh, that in the gospel you have these freedoms in Christ. It should remind you. You should read this and say, "Man, but uh, I'm an ambassador. I'm mm-hmm. also an ambassador." And so it's neat. And you know, the the way that the Holy Spirit inspired Paul to write this is it should land in two different places that help you come to the same place. Yeah. Um, but but depending on the lens that you're reading this text, um, it should affect you. But I, I have speaking of Christian liberties. There's a guy I was eating lunch with, and I've kind of hijacked his prayers, but. He prayed over our food, and um, and he uh, his prayer was very short. And he said, "Christ, uh, or he said, God, uh, thank you for this food, and we thank you that Christ is better than this food." Amen. I love that yeah. prayer, right? And so here's this good thing that we enjoy because of God. And this brother prayed over the food, and recognized that even this food pales in comparison. Yeah. To how supremely valuable Christ is. And uh and so what a good I'm gonna start using that now. Yeah, isn't that really neat? And I, like I, that. I mean that was a it was just a good way to man these things, these liberties should man, we enjoy these liberties. These liberties are good, but they pale in comparison yeah. to how Am I great enjoying it's my just liberties more than Christ. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a taste of how um wonderful our Savior mm-hmm. is. Good. Um, okay, moving on here. <clears throat> the next question is, will anyone really be disappointed with heaven? And um, to give that question some context, context. Um, Andrew was talking about, um, you know, we look, we have the eternal mindset of heaven, and the, the beauty of heaven is going to be able to uh, see Christ face-to-face um, and be in perfect you know, uh, union with him forever. And, you know, pulling from Revelation 21, being able to reign with him in heaven. And um, his point was, if you're going to heaven to, if you're looking to heaven because you are looking forward to seeing loved ones that have, that have gone on to eternity or for some other reason like that, those are fine. But ultimately heaven is the joy of heaven is going to be seeing Christ, not seeing our our um, loved ones that have that have died uh, before us. So, uh, and they, so the question is: Would anyone really be disappointed with heaven? I I mean, uh, no, n- no one that will be there. Yeah. Um, and it's better than we think. Yeah. Right. Um, so the. This side of eternity, and I get, I get what's being said. What you were just explaining to us, the, and a lot of times we can fall into this temptation of looking forward to the benefits that we get from God, and not God Himself. And so I need, I need my mind renewed because I'm prone to that. Um, and I, I, I want to. Uh, I, I think it ties into the first question. Like, here are the good things. Mm-hmm. But 
we don't want those good things. We, those good things should point us to something higher. And so, so this side of eternity, we will struggle with processing that. But the day that we see our Savior face to face, everything's clear, right? We we won't struggle with that anymore. Yeah. It'll be the first time that we could um, we can worship and be unhindered by those competing thoughts. And it'll be the first time that we can worship without a hindrance of sin. And so I long for that day. But heaven's not the final stopping place. Right? It's the new heavens and the new earth. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I look forward to God through Christ making this, this world new and, and um, us experiencing a whole new creation. I'd, I'd rather say we'll get to heaven, we'll spend some time there, new heavens, new earth. We'll, our bodies are built for earth, so new new earth. That gets us off sidetrack. It's just Which dispensation is that happening? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so heaven is where our loved ones are right now that are in Christ. Right? One day when the Lord returns... Just returning one time. He's not secretly returning. And then then Mm -hmm. Nikolai Carpathia rises up. This is getting off track. (laughs) Um, He's returning one time. When he returns, uh, he will have made made all things new. New heavens, new earth. Uh, We will bodily, those of us that have passed, will bodily rise from the grave in our glorified bodies and will dwell on Christ, with Christ in complete adoration of our Savior forever and forever, forever. The new earth, the new heavens, what that looks like certainly a mystery, but anyway. So, so, yeah. so we won't be disappointed. No, I think bottom that, line, yeah, the, if I bottom line it, we're not going to be disappointed. The, uh, the heartbeat behind that question probably is, um, it's having the the proper mindset here on earth. We won't be we won't be disappointed in heaven. But what are we looking forward to yeah. now? We look yeah. forward to seeing Christ. Absolutely. I feel like we need to uh, have edited this and start over. I got I took us on a path I didn't intend. Uh, it's too late now. It's huh? too late. This is we need to do this live one time. All right, moving on. We answered that question. Um. What I want to say is don't read the Left Behind series and get your picture of heaven from that. Have I completely taken us too far? I like that you, you're like, let's move on. And let's then move you, on. And then, then you circle back. back around to it. All right, here we go. Question. Uh, this is the last question we'll uh, get to today. Um, so one of the, the points Pastor Andrew made it, in his sermon was... Um, he he laid out what the gospel is, and um, part of the gospel is believing and receiving Christ. Um, and the question here is, um, is it possible to truly believe and not receive? Um, you see belief throughout the New Testament, and the verse referenced in the sermon was John one twelve, um, which appears to state that receiving occurs because of the believing. Um, but in James, um, he talks about the demons believing, but is that true belief? Because they haven't received Christ. Yeah, it's a good question. I, I mean, I think you probably have to. <clears throat> excuse me. 
I, I haven't done a word study, but I'd be interested in maybe doing a, a little bit of a word study on that. Uh, I know in John three sixteen, um, right? We all know John three sixteen. God so loved the world and gave His only begotten Son. Whosoever believe that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. Um, the Greek there believes is a anyone who believes into. Jesus right. Christ. And I think Andrew, right. a, even though he didn't make mention that this this was a correct, um, uh, that was him essentially bringing the Greek in, in into it. Um, he that's what he was doing. That's a more that that passage should say. Um, uh, I, I wish it said it just doesn't read naturally, but um, those that believe into Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. uh, I think, is different than just an intellectual assent. And so I, I, I think Andrew was trying to make a distinction. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there is, as a believer, we believe into Jesus. Like we're, we are in Christ. Um, and that, that's a distinction from the James passage uh, that demons even believe and they shudder. They don't believe into right. Jesus, but they believe. They have the intellectual facts, right? And so it's not a lack of information for people in regards to the tenets of the Christian faith. It's that some believe into Jesus and some know stuff about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a distinction. So for those that believe into Jesus, uh, absolutely, it's impossible to separate believe, receive. That's what believe into means. It has both, it carries both of those ideas. Uh, but for those that just believe in the sense of they have some facts, yes, it's possible for them to know the facts without receiving, without believing into. Right. Um, Which probably, again, we haven't done a word study. The words used when James talks about the belief of the demons is not the same type of belief that um, would be used for a saving, a saving belief or a saving yeah, knowledge I, I, of Christ. definitely, yeah. I mean, the verse that he's referencing is James 2.19. You believe that God is one. You do well even though demons believe and shudder. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to, to believe into requires a personal trust. But right. what the demons have is just this mere intellectual assent to the tenant. I mean, they know the truthfulness even mm-hmm. of the Christian faith. But they're not their hearts haven't been regenerated by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so so yeah. There you go. Is, it, is that all that's all that's right? all of them. Uh, one day we need to do um video so people can see that even though you're not talking to anybody, you still use your hands a lot. I do when I you're do. describing things. <laughs> I um, if I push my if I do this, then it gets really. If you do this, he just the, crosses arms. The hick in me comes out. Then, <laughs> then I begin to speak gibberish or something. Uh, I, I feel like I can't explain unless I'm. You give you a lot of space yeah. when you're. Sometimes I can't here. do that whenever someone else is sitting here, though, because I can you potentially slap them. You burst their personal bubble. Yeah, but, which Sean doesn't but, like. And that Sean anyway. has a. 
His personal bubble is very large. That's true. Yeah. Ten, he makes me room. sit 10 feet away from yeah. him whenever we're doing this podcast. So there you go. But, well, thank you guys for listening. If you're small group leaders, just want to continue to plug. We're doing an August 13th training for you uh, Sunday, uh, right after the third service, child care foods provided. That's for new small group leaders, for returning small group leaders. We're doing it August 14th on a Monday night. And um, that's starting at 6.30, and uh, I'll get you out of there before 8.15, and we'll have dinner and child care provided there as well. And you certainly can um, invite people that you believe should be small group leaders to that training, and that would be fantastic. But thank you guys for everything that you do. And um, if you're not a small group leader and you're listening to this, glad to have you listening in as well. Yeah. Um, and... Um for those of you that are listening to this on the day we're recording it, which is Tuesday, tomorrow evening, Wednesday yes. uh, at six thirty at Coastal, we are having a anxiety and depression Q and A panel. That's right. So it'll be a similar type of format as what we do with the podcast. We'll have some questions, and there'll be a panel of um, folks that'll be um, discussing those questions. And uh, the topic's going to be on anxiety and depression. So if you struggle with those issues, if you know someone who struggles with those issues, which I would venture to say is invite them. 100% of us, yeah. um, and come on and invite somebody to come. We'll we'll be in and out in an hour. Um, so. And if you hear Josh behind the microphone every week and you've wondered what does Josh Hazel look like, you'll, he's moderating you'll be that able panel. To see that. You'll be able to see it. Yeah. You won't be, a, and you won't be able to unsee audio. it either. Yeah. Face so. for podcasts, not for live discussion there you go um and if you have any questions from the sermon uh at any time you can email those to sermon questions at gocoastal.org and we address those on tuesday afternoons when we record the podcast so um always submit those to us by tuesday and we'll do our best to work them in thank you guys thank you